No joke here. The clowns are upset. Send them in. (laughs) Send in the clowns. A group of entertainers filing a federal lawsuit against clowns.com. Yeah, that's the name for this show. (laughs) Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. It's ridiculous. Do it like a million bucks. Are we required to wear this in all non-news segments? Yes. All show long. <laughs> and the rest of your day here. Oh. <laughs> and around, that's not fair. I'm Actually, not wearing this around. I know today is a big, ugly sweater day in many offices, usually. In ours, last. too. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, can I get your to sweater the, looks right. nice. <laughs> it's not an ugly sweater. Let me get to the news here. This is coming. School districts across the state with their toes on a fiscal cliff, I'm using that term. I began sounding the alarm last week. If you've been listening to the show, there's more evidence now that all over Wisconsin, we're going to see school districts that are going to go to taxpayers for more money in referendum. More on that in a moment. First, kind of some big news if you have students in Milwaukee Public Schools. The district is going to move to a single district-wide calendar in the coming school years. So that is going to begin in 2024, fall of 24. You know, for years, the district has had... This multi-calendar approach, some were early start, back to school in August, others were later. Parents didn't like it, and I can understand why. If you have multiple kids, right, and they're on different calendars, oh my gosh, it's hard enough to manage. (laughs) When they're on the same calendar. (laughs) Right, exactly. So the school board voted last night to abandon that. They're going to go with one calendar for all MPS schools. They'll start the 2024-25 school year on September 3rd. Back to what I was talking about up top here. School districts have been arguing for more than a decade that revenue caps, which is the amount of money that they're allowed to tax at the local level for schools, have not been increasing at a rate anywhere close to inflation, particularly the last couple of years as inflation has skyrocketed. Kenosha just this month announced they're closing six schools and that won't even get them to fully close a looming budget deficit. Others have already committed to going to referendum in spring. These are operating referendums, so not building a field house, not improving HVAC, whatever. It's just to keep the lights on. Right. Asking taxpayers for millions more in spending. My district in Greendale is among them. It's a small one, but it's among those saying, we need to do this. And that'll be put to the voters. So now, here it is, as I predicted, the largest school district in the state, MPS, announcing a news conference this morning. And here's what they're going to talk about. Here's the headline on the news release. MPS to hold press conference regarding possible referendum related to funding crisis. School board president, another member of the board, as well as the superintendent, Keith Posley, all scheduled to speak. And if you wonder whether they're serious, let me reread that part of the news release. Possible referendum related to funding crisis. So that's the alarm bell that they're sounding. And and people can and will debate whether this is a result of poor funding from the state, unfair rules, or overspending on building projects or mismanagement by school districts. Every district is unique. So the politics in your district aren't the same as the politics in another. But this is coming. And if you haven't heard about it in your community, read up on the minutes from a recent school board meeting or click on one of those videos and see whether it's not already happening where you live. 615 Sports Next with Mike Spaulding. Hey, Fleet Rewards members. Save 12% now through the 24th at Fleet Farm. No rebates, no waiting, no mail-in forms or receipts. The added 12% savings coupon is for all members in-store and online. Not a member? Sign up in minutes to get your additional savings now. Forget the stamps or waiting for rebates. Save 12% during Fleet Rewards Appreciation Days. And thanks for shopping Fleet Farm. Some restrictions apply. 
Old National Bank. I just got your home equity loan and this feeling of like joy and exhilaration overcame me. Yeah, it's a phenomenon we call getting old. Wow, so I'm not the only one? No, small business owners feel it with expansion loans. Families feel it when they're setting up trusts in 529s, nonprofits who need financing to help the community, and anyone who needs investment advice. They all feel it. So it's not just me? No, you're in a pretty big club. Like a club I can join? I really don't. Is there at least a secret handshake? Old National Bank, where relationships and results matter. Old National. Get old. Member FDIC. Now, time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Mike Spaulding. Well, the Greek freak becomes the magic eraser. And hold on to the dribble, gets it to Giannis. Giannis banging around inside, head fake, and then he rams it home with a two-hand dunk and comes away flexing. He wanted another bite at that apple with Jonathan Isaac blocking the last two, went right at Isaac that time. And that's Dave Kane on the call on the Bucks radio <laughs> network. Got to get that bite at the apple in you there. Like How do you like them apples? Yeah, exactly. They got a chance uh, in the big apple. I'll get a little bit of that in hey, sports coming transition. up in a second. Yeah, the Bucks. meanwhile, they topped the Orlando Magic 118-114. to Pushing their home winning streak to 15 consecutive games won at Pfizer Forum. Six wins in a row overall. That 15 game home winning streak is just too short of the team's all time record set during the 91 92 NBA season. As the Bucks near history, Damian Lillard made some of his own. Damian Lillard, top of the arc, trying to shed the defensive black. Now he pulls up and he sticks another three. Oh, Dame is got working tonight. That moves, by the way, Damian Lillard into 50th place all time on the NBA's all time scoring list. He would move into number 49 position, finishing the game with 24 points. Giannis, meanwhile, a bit of a quiet game. It was a back-and-forth game with the Magic. He had 37 last night. The Bucks are off today before heading out to New York over the holiday weekend. From the hardwood to the gridiron, the Packers will try and break a two-game losing streak, but for much of the last week, the focus hasn't been on the Carolina Panthers, but instead the coaching staff, specifically defensive coordinator Joe Barry, and his unit's struggles as of late. Barry speaking about his job status during Media Day Thursday. I read what you guys write. You know, I hear what you guys say. But I think that's, 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 that's the great thing about our league. That's the great thing about the National Football League. It is the top of the top, the best of the best. And Barry also asked about some of his players who were speaking out or at least tweeting out some veiled comments this that's week. That's part of, you know, my title as the coordinator, to get it coordinated. Um, and when it doesn't go right, it is on me. You know, you would think at this point, you know, things would be running smoothly. You got to coordinate it. If you're the coordinator, you got to coordinate. Joe, what does the coordinator position do? Well, I, co- I coordinate. Job's yours. Jeez. As for the Packers. Yeah, what's he supposed to say, I guess? Like, I thought this was a good job. It yeah, wasn't. I, <laughs> it's for the Packers. Their Christmas gift this weekend will be the 2-12 and Carolina Panthers kickoff from Charlotte at noon. Our coverage gets under with Green Bay game day at 9 o'clock right here on WTMJ. Good news, though, guys. Despite the recent slump, there is some hope. The New York Times says, don't know how they figure this, if the Packers win all three of their remaining games this season, they have a 95% chance of making the playoffs. All right, that's good. Doesn't Reason guarantee anything. Here. Yeah, it doesn't guarantee anything after that wild card weekend, but hey, at least you get a chance. 619, Wisconsin's morning news. So about this time of year, folks get nostalgic, of course. Cold weather makes you want to spend some cozy time inside. Time of year where families visit and share holiday traditions of all kinds. Outside of our American traditions of Christmas trees and stockings, the kinds of family traditions can vary widely and can be, let's say, unorthodox. 
For example, in Mexico, the nativity scene is a big deal, but they do it differently. It's carved out of radishes. Or in Italy, Santa doesn't bring the toys. It's La Befana, a kind old witch who brings the kitties toys on her broomstick. You're a wizard, Harry. Well, I wanted to take a walk around the old GKB stomping grounds to see what some of our teammates do. Ah, uh, yes, our director of sales, Stephanie Sulak. Any fun traditions? Every single year we have to come up with some sort of gag gift or fun game. So we've done things like pie in your face type of contest where they have to like lick through the whipped cream to get the candy. We've done that saran wrap game where there's a $50 bill in the middle. And our host of our show, What's on Tap, Sandy Max. What's a good holiday tradition you do? Well, ever since I was six months old, my parents started taking me to get my picture taken with Santa Claus, you know, the mall Santa. Well, I never stopped. Every single year, I go to a mall and get my picture taken with Santa and give it to my parents as a Christmas gift, and they love it. And hey, we're not talking just about Christmas either. Ever hear of the Yule Log? Cassandra, fill me in. Celebration of Yule is a celebration of the winter solstice, which means we're halfway through winter and it's like a festival of lights where we're looking forward to winter ending and the sun coming back. So we do things like we reflect on the past year of all the things that were awesome throughout the year. You have trees like you do for Christmas to symbolize that things can grow even when everything is dead outside. And a lot of the decorations and even like having a log comes from Yule. Decorating is another popular way we can show our cultural differences. Consider the pickle. My children, who are now adults, still to this day, decorate the tree by themselves and hide the pickle and have the most fabulous time doing it. Um, can you clarify that, please? Um, it's an ornament and it's made out of glass and you hide it within the tree. And then when you find it, you get to hide it and then they have to, the other person has to find it. Thanks, Angela Kornacki. She's in our creative services department. There are tons of traditions people can try on for a bit. We know Santa is our go-to guy when we want to make sure the kids are being good, right? Well, what about the famous Krampus, who kidnaps naughty kids and takes them to his lair and eats them? Oh yeah, food is where we get some of the widest array of holiday traditions. Anyone for some Norwegian-cured fish? Every Christmas Eve, uh, we have lutefisk, uh, which is the cod that is first dried and then reconstituted with lye. It is the ultimate of acquired tastes. It grows on you. Not into reconstituted cod? That's okay. Wisconsin historian John Gerda has another option for you. Also, and this is a, a really, it's a wonderful part of the same meal, is lefse, which is a Norwegian potato tortilla. And it's really good. And now our kids make lessa on the day before Christmas Eve, uh, which is a lot of fun. And they, these large sort of pizza-sized you know, circles, uh, you roll it out and fry it. It, it. it smells great and it tastes great. And it's wonderful for sandwiches uh, later on. No matter what culture you come from or what holiday tradition you practice, we want to wish you all a Merry Christmas and the happiest of holiday seasons. Debbie Lazaga, WTMJ News. Eric, you're Norwegian. Ludafisk? Never. Nay. Not going near that. <laughs> Nay. My wife is Norwegian as well. One time to make her grandpa happy. Yeah, before I'll, we got I'll, married. I'll make someone happy, maybe a grandfather, but Did that's it. Did you fake it. going, mmm, that tastes good? <laughs> nope. He knew exactly Good idea. <laughs> Packers defensive coordinator Joe Barry takes the heat. What he says his defense has to do the last three weeks of the regular season. That's in sports. Coming up at 645. No joke here. The clowns are upset. Send them in. <laughs> Send in the clown. A group of entertainers filing a federal lawsuit against clowns.com. Yeah, that's the name for this show. 
Clowns.com and Debbie. Clowns and Debbie. Clowns.com saying that they were ripped off over their job status. Four clowns filing a lawsuit. Sounds like it could be the start of a bad joke, but it's reality in New York, where the group of four plaintiffs says Clowns.com misclassified their status as independent contractors and by doing so deprived them of hourly pay and overtime when they worked children's birthday parties and other events. There are four plaintiffs on the lawsuit now, but their attorney is seeking to add others to make this a class action. And there you have it. A group of clowns hired to entertain say their working conditions were no joke. A 28-page lawsuit saying that everything was misclassified in violations of federal law. It's got to be a clown union, don't you think? think the union oh, abs- Yeah, you would think so. What would it be called? National Brotherhood of Clowns, <laughs> Local 238. There you go. I like that. Four clowns filing a lawsuit. You look like Robin Hood. I told you, I'm only reluctantly participating in this. So, ask Petrano to put on some Christmas flair, and he's wearing a green Santa hat. So, we got it at the Packer game. They were handing these out. So, yeah, it came for free. Well, so that tells you the level of quality. I mean, it's free. Anyway. I didn't have any holiday flair to like wear. I don't have like that sweater or whatever. It looks like the hat that Scrooge wears with his pajamas. You know, <laughs> yes. the, those hats? The, the nightcap. The yeah, nightcap. Right. Okay. No. If you'd like to see it, just <laughs> if the text, shoe the fits. Word, text the word watch <laughs> the old National Bank talk and text. I'll send you a video. Uh, so you heard the story, right, about Jeffrey Epstein and they're going to release and unseal hundreds of court files related to Epstein. Uh-oh. And, yeah, that means more than 100 names, potentially, of people that have been on some of these manifests, have flown down to the island, and, you know, who knows nefarious actions that may have been taking place. Of course, there, if you know the Epstein story, he was involved with a lot of underage girls, a lot of underage victims. It's just a horrible story. Yeah, this is the guy who, he's dead now. Mm-hmm. Yep, he took his allegedly life. committed yep, suicide yep, yep, yep. in prison. There's some dispute over that sure. and, and all that, but he was the guy who's basically running like a high-end sex ring right. with underage girls on an island. So, basically they made the ruling, okay, we're going to release all these records. It'll happen sometime in the new year, like fa- fairly quickly in j- uh, January. And there are some now um, freaking out, if you will, this is coming from one of the victims posted this on X. There's going to be a lot of nervous people over Christmas and New Year's, 170 to be exact. Who's on the naughty list? Question mark. Uh, but there is one Jane Doe who is asking the judge not to give up her name. She says, according to her lawyer, that she could be in mortal danger if her name is released. Doe 107. She lives outside the United States in a culturally conservative country and lives in fear of her name being released. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that she was doing anything right. nefarious. Right, she be one of the victims? She could here? have right. been a victim, yes. correct. And you would think a judge would sure. right, right. be favorable to redacting those right. names. But when you see mortal danger in the filing, you know, what does that mean? Uh, so I would wonder then if we do see redacted names come out, whether or not those would be potential victims who have asked, hey, can you hold my name, please? So I wonder for some of those who may potentially be on the list, do you claim to your, be a victim? Do you, well, no. Do you take your chances over the holidays and hope maybe you're not on the list? They didn't find you or are you telling your wife or whatever? Oh. Hey, some bad news is coming out, you know. 
I've changed, I've changed my ways. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I mean, there's all these expectations uh, that there'll be some doozies on the list. We'll see, though. I mean, I think it, it has the potential to be a nothing burger, but I think everyone is kind of licking their chops When's here. it out? Uh, it sounds like it'd be sometime in the early new year. 645, and we got Mike Spaulding in for sports. That's next. Now, time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Mike Spaulding. The Bucks simply don't lose at home. Well, they do, I guess. They just haven't since October. And the Bucks going to finally get this one and put it to bed. 118 to 114, they take down the Orlando Magic. Yeah, win at Pfizer for him last night. That's Dave Kane on the call on the Bucks radio network. It wasn't easy, nor was it pretty. However, the Bucks were able to push that home win streak to 15 straight games. Overall, the teams won six straight on the season. Giannis, meanwhile, finished with 37, spoke after the game. Ugly. I think it was, it was an ugly game uh, in terms of that we didn't uh, build as much good habits as we will want. Hopefully going to New York, we can uh, be locked in, play good basketball, put ourselves in position to win. It sounds kind of antithetical, but Dame had a bit of a quiet night. 24 Ooh, triple and word score. Antithetical. Well hey, done. there we go. Yeah. That's what we're going Spalding. with. When Mike Spalding fills in on sports, that's what you're getting. However, a three-pointer midway through the second quarter was a moment to cherish. Damian Lillard, top of the arc, trying to shed the defense of Black. Now he pulls up, and he sticks another three. Oh, Dame is got working tonight. That moves, by the way, Damian Lillard into 50th place all-time on the NBA's all-time scoring list. And Lillard now has 20,058 points for his career. Next up on that list, number 48, that's Joe Johnson. He had 20,407. The Bucks get an off night tonight. They head out East for a back-to-back against the New York Knicks over the holiday weekend. In Green Bay, things a bit more somber after back-to-back losses have the Packers fighting for their playoff lives. The team mostly controls its own destiny, but when it comes to the coaching staff, maybe not so much. Defensive coordinator Joe Barry speaking Thursday amid speculation that he may lose his job at the end of the season. He was asked specifically about a tweet sent by linebacker Devondre Campbell said he'll not or no longer will he play hurt amid criticism over the team's performance. Dre is a absolute warrior, and I'm, I mean that in in every aspect of his of his game. You know, as a as a leader, as a guy in our locker room, as a guy in our defensive meeting room, in the linebacker room. As for his own job status, Barry went full on football guy. I read what you guys write. You know, I hear what you guys say, but I think that's. That's 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 the great thing about our league. That's the great thing about the National Football League. It is the top of the top, the best of the best. As for the on-field product, you couldn't ask for a better Christmas gift. The Packers take on the 2-12 and 12 Carolina Panthers Sunday afternoon. In college hoops tonight, the 6th-ranked Marquette Golden Eagles are in action. They, house, or they host Georgetown at Pfizer Forum. That game over on our sister station, 94.5 ESPN. Tip-off is at 6 o'clock. Christmas, my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree. 6.53, Wisconsin's morning news. If you want to hear the Greg Pancake Hill playlist that he's assembled, you can text the word jingle, J-I-N-G-L-E, to the old National Bank talk and text line. Greg will beam that out for you. Might be a little hot for your family gathering right there. 45 songs and counting, by the way. Okay. <laughs> Had a boy. Our Had teammate. Available for the whole family. Bound, someone's bound to like at least one song.
From ESPN, Wisconsin, Gabe Neitzel in the house with us this morning. Eric must not have forwarded you the memo that was required of the rest of us to wear some sort of holiday flair today. Yeah, I had no idea. I mean, I've, I've got the Marquette hoodie on tonight. Okay, I've got good. Marquette, you know, pregame, halftime over on 94.5 ESPN. Our coverage starts at 5.30. So, yeah, I, I was not festive. I, I apologize. Nor I, I could, I, but I'm wearing something just to play yeah. KE. I, I don't could, even know I if I have, oh, I like, a hat or anything. That I would wear for Christmas. I didn't. I got this at the Packer game Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So I could find you something, Gabe. All right, you make that work. <laughs> Did you? Re- so Simone and uh, Jonathan Owens, guy Jonathan Owens of the Green Bay Packers, Simone Biles, one of the great Olympians of all time, regardless of discipline. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Uh, g- gave an interview on a podcast, and my primary takeaway from this is they met on a dating app. There's a lot of things that came out of this interview for me. Uh, it was Ryan Clark's podcast. Ryan Clark, former NFL safety, does a lot of work for ESPN now. And, yeah, so the, the first big thing is, yes, they somehow met on a dating app. Like, this app, I, I, they didn't reveal what app it was. My guess is it's got to be some super secret, like, athlete dating app, right? Like, there's no way they were just downloading Tinder and somehow, like, right. he's scrolling through it and comes across Simone Biles. Like, they're, that just they're doesn't... Not out, they're not out there in the sea with the rest of you lot. I can't <laughs> right? imagine, right? Like, there's no way that Simone Biles is just going to download Bumble and be like, yeah, we'll figure this out from here. Like, that just doesn't make sense to me. Like, so okay. there has to be some super secret, like, athlete or rich person dating app okay, that right. maybe you have to get invited to. That you know, super. Their their agents have access to and, and hand right. off to their clients. I have no idea, but there's no way it's just a regular old free dating app I can just download on the iStore. I suppose you know, like if you're of that ilk, right? You've, you're super accomplished. It's hard for you to surround yourself. You're surrounded by people who want things from you, mm-hmm. whose intentions you question all the time. If they're not some of your oldest and bestest friends, right? Yeah, but here's the crazy part. So the crazy part is. Jonathan Owens had no idea who Simone Biles was when they matched on this app. He she had looks no cute. idea. Yeah, just yeah, pretty much. Like, she looks oh, cute. Okay, yeah, and I mean, maybe I would understand the other way around because Jonathan Owens, like he, he played at a Division two school, was when they met on the Texans practice squad. So it's not even like if because you know, she was living, they were living in Houston at the time, and it's not like if she was happening to watch a Texans game on a Sunday, she would have seen him on the field because he was just on the practice squad at the time. Kinda so I can understand how he even got into this exclusive. App yeah, club. yeah. <laughs> like it's so you can see the inverse, but not knowing who Simone Biles is. Like you guys have the four TVs up here, and one of them's on a national news. And the national news just had a story about Simone Biles receiving some did. sort of honor. Like yep. Simone Biles transcends gymnastics. Like I cannot name another gymnast, but I know who Simone right, Biles yes. is. I am very familiar with her and her work and everything she's done in the Olympics. So maybe that's what attracted her to him. Like he likes me for me. I guess. Right. I'm just a person. But like, how do you not <laughs> know who not? Simone right. Biles is? Like, oh, I've I have no idea. I didn't pay attention to gymnastics. What do you think when he said, "What do you?" So what do you? So what do you do? I'm I'm Jonathan. Uh, I play football. What do you do? What was her answer? <laughs> I, I, I'm I Simone. Gold, I win gold medals at the Olympics. That's I'm Simone. I, I work out from time to time. Right. Yeah, I really like, like to, to stay in shape. You right. know, very flexible. I'm re- flexible. Right. <laughs> like I have no idea. Like. <laughs> Because that's how famous she is. Like she again, she's she, and it's only once every four years. And with with um, gymnastics, you know, if you make it to two Olympics, I mean, that's pretty right. special. And she's obviously done that. And maybe she ends up going for another one here in twenty twenty four. But like, do, do you just like fall asleep? Because again, any Olympic television coverage, television ad has probably included her over the last yeah, eight I mean, years. 
Give, show them the Wheaties box. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Who are you? Oh, funny oh, you should ask. Here's me. Here's me. On, on the Wheaties. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you're an athlete. You don't pay attention a little bit to Sports wow. Center. That's wild, right? Yeah, that's just so crazy to me. That I, I guess you could probably bury your head in the sand enough to not know who Simone Biles was. But to be an athlete, to be somewhat in that same circle and not know who Simone is is crazy to me. Well, it all worked out. And I love seeing her running around Lambeau Field. That's great that's, for that's, us. That's like Brittany Mahomes going up to Taylor Swift and going, who are you? And you are you play music, yeah. I'm told. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're in a rock band. <laughs> <laughs> right? So you're a singer? <laughs> what kind of venues do you play? Like local bars? Merry Christmas, Gabe. Good Merry to see Christmas, you. Merry Christmas, guys.